Hello, my name is TCP White. I am on a mission to positively change the world. Thank you for listening to my podcast. As you do, may positive change dawn on you. Today, I want to begin a series that I believe will run for a few weeks, one which I have titled Brethren. Brethren. This series or this title is targeted at the Christian community. So if you are a Christian and you are listening to me, I enjoin you to pay attention to this particular series and make out time to listen to every single one of them. My prayer is that as you do, it will enrich your Christian experience and help you to be a better Christian, which is my ultimate goal, to bring positive change with the transformation of life and individuals. Also, I wish to enjoin you to share this with fellow Christians, wherever you are, in your places of worship or fellowship, those small communities, large groups, Bible studies, Sunday schools, Bible clubs, wherever, share them because this message or these messages that will be coming forth in this series, they are divinely inspired and intended to bring a revolution in our Christian experience. First of all, what is the meaning of brethren? The English word brethren has as its meaning from the English dictionary the plural form for brother the plural form of brother another definition says that it is the or it refers to the body of members especially of a fraternal religious or military group a body of members especially of a fraternal religious or military group several scriptures refer to what I appears to be a distinction between men, general men, and brethren. You will see severally in scriptures, especially in the book of Acts of Apostles, where the church just began its activities, the Christian community. You will hear the apostles make statements and beginning with men and brethren. I don't know exactly what they intend to achieve with such dichotomy, but it appears to be that there is the mixed multitude, and then they are also referring to those who are their brethren. So you can do further research on that and find out what they mean. To lay the foundation of what we shall be discussing going forward, I wish to establish in this introductory aspect of this series that the whole essence of Christianity is family. It is safe to say and I can say that Christianity is a religion of family or what we call family religion. Not to mean the religion of the entire family. No, that when you are called into Christianity, you are called into a family. The intention of God by instituting Christianity through Christ is to engage man in his own family. Remember from the beginning where God created Adam and Eve. He called Adam his son. God gave Adam 
the right or the privilege of being his son and he his father. If you read the book of Luke chapter 2, where the genealogy of Jesus Christ was traced to Adam, the last verse of that referred to Adam as the son of God. So God instituted or created man originally to be his son and he their father. However, several years down the line, in chapter 3 of Genesis, the Bible recorded that the relationship between God and man was, was severed because of the introduction of sin. And that was the relationship that Jesus Christ, who is the Son of God, the Bible also referring to as the last Adam, came to restore. He came to reconcile his God to his children and the children back to their father. So originally and intentionally, the whole essence of Christianity is to reconcile a broken family, a relationship between a father and his children that went south. Jesus Christ being the mediator between God and man and the perfect example of God and man, the son of God and then complete man coming to earth to reconcile that relationship, to become a bridge between man and God so that everyone who henceforth believes in Jesus Christ becomes again children of God, whether sons or daughters. Now, when we talk about family, there are three major ways by which one can become a member of a family. Three major ways, and such are one, by birth, two, by adoption, and three, by marriage. And in all these three ways or major ways by which one can become a member of a family, the Christian has been adopted or inculcated or engrafted into the family of God. First of all, the Bible says in the book of 1 John chapter 5, verse 4, He that is born of God overcomes the world. What does that say? That we are born of God. Every Christian is born of God. Somebody has once opined or explained that God is the creator of all, but not the father of all. As it stands today, remember earlier I said that the relationship between God and man was severed because of sin. So God became the creator of all. However, he is not the father of all. He is now the father of those who have believed in him through Jesus Christ. So when we become born again, the essence or the underlining or the root meaning of being born again is that you are born anew into a family and that family being the family of God. The second way is by adoption. Romans chapter 8 verse 15 says that we have not received again the spirit of fear unto slavery or bondage, but we have received the spirit of adoption whereby we can call God Abba Father. So every Christian has been adopted as the children of God. First, you were born into the family of God when you give your life to Christ. Secondly, the other order is that you are adopted. Again, if you read in scripture, Ephesians chapter 5, the Bible talks about the relationship between Jesus Christ and the church, typifying it as a relationship between a married man and his bride. 
So the church is the bride of Christ. In such way also, Christ has married us into the family of his father. So in these three legal ways by which one can become a member of a family, God has fulfilled all three conditions. So if somebody argues, how do you know you are a child of God or you belong to the family of God as a Christian? One, you are born into that family. Two, scripture says you are adopted. Three, you are married into the family. So there is no doubt. The Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, a word is established. So God in three instances more than confirmed that you and I who are Christians are members of his family. So there is no doubt to that, no argument whatsoever. Also, many scriptures refers to Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as the firstborn of God. Now you and I know that you cannot call a son or a child the firstborn unless there are other children or other siblings after him. If you read the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 29, Colossians chapter 1 verse 18, Hebrews chapter 1 verse 6, and the same Hebrews chapter 12 verse 23, Jesus Christ repeatedly in those scriptures was referred to as the firstborn of God. What does that mean? What does that connote? It connotes the fact that Jesus being the firstborn has other siblings. And who are his siblings? You and I who are Christians who have become like him by simply putting our faith in him and accepting his sacrifice on the Calvary's cross, accepting the olive branch that God extended through Christ for us to be reconciled, for him to become again our father and we his children. So as a background, what I'm saying in this episode is that you and I, who are Christians, who are disciples of Christ, who are followers of Christ, who are believers in Christ, we are a family. It doesn't matter which continent or which country or which local government or which village or which city you reside. Every Christian is a family. The Bible refers to us in 1 Peter 2.9 as a royal nation, a holy nation, a royal priesthood, a holy generation, a called out people. So we, are, we belong to one another. We are one in Christ. So that is what I want to establish in this series going forward. And then having established that, what are the requirements or the expectations of family from each other? You will agree with me that in your immediate family, biological family, there are expectations, there are norms, there are values, things that we you know, do for one another or expect from one another. Those are the things that I wish to bring out through scripture in this series. So as we go forward, we shall be taking them one after another. What are those things that as families we should do for each other? What are those things as families that should not be found within us as members of the same family? It doesn't matter, like I said, where you are. Everywhere you are a Christian, as long as you are connected to the true God through Christ, you and I are siblings of the same father. My name is TCP White. I am on a mission to positively change the world.